0: This I Work For Him podcast is brought to you by the Pocket Testament League. Visit ptl.org for practical resources and encouragement to help you share your faith. ptl.org. Hey,
1: welcome to I Work For Him as today we broadcast you from Dallas, Texas, our last show in Dallas, Texas, Martha, but an incredible opportunity we've had all week long to be with the Christian Leadership Alliance. So much fun.
2: It has, and I really hope that our listeners have gleaned something from these conversations um, that they're either, if they're on a nonprofit board, they um, serve alongside one, they volunteer, they give give money to one, that they've been able to take some information and take it back to them and say, hey, here's something that, did you know we're supposed to do this, or did you know this is available? And all the while, just thinking about the fact that everything that we do, doing it with excellence in our ministry uh, with the business in mind, because that's really the, the key here is that we need to re- be good stewards of all that God has entrusted us.
1: Absolutely. With. And speaking of being good stewards, baby, happy 33rd anniversary.
2: Happy 33rd anniversary to you.
1: It's fantastic. I love the fact that we are still, We're not only have we been married 33 years, but we've been doing radio for six years, more than six years together. It's pretty crazy. It is crazy. Thank you for tolerating me all these years. I, I'm very, very grateful. Shout out to all of our audiences all over Tampa Bay, from south of Ocala to north of Fort Myers, all the way over to Disney, and all over Jacksonville, St. Augustine, and Folkestone, Georgia, and, of course, the Hampton Roads area of Virginia, and around the world on our podcast or streaming off of iWorkForHim.com. We love that you're tuned into us. We'd love to actually hear from you. If you would please send us an email, jim JimandIWorkForHim.com, MarthaIWorkForHim.com. Check us out on Facebook, I Work For Him, or maybe on Instagram, I Work For Him. Martha, how else can they connect with us?
2: Oh my goodness, there's so many ways. But I think you listed most of them. Okay, they can pick up the phone, give us a call.
1: Pick up the phone, give us a call. Pick we up the have phone, a listener a
2: line. And today, actually, we're going to have the opportunity to give some things away that they're going to have to call into that listener line, Jim. So if you have not already programmed this into your phone, write down this phone number, 866-713-9675. 866-713-WORK, and there you can leave us a message with your contact information, and we'll be able to send out the prize to you.
1: That's right. Okay. Today, we get to talk about the Bible, about the American Bible Society, about .bible. Did you know you could have a website, .bible? That's fantastic. we got to love that. All right. we got two guys in here from Are you guys guys both in California? No, California, and
3: East Coast, West Coast.
1: East Coast, West Coast. Oh, so they represent the craziness in our country. We got D- DJ Chuang and Kenny Jang here from the American Bible Society. Guys, welcome to I Work For Him. Thank you. So glad
0: to be here having a great conversation. Absolutely. Fantastic to be here. It- it's radio, Kenny. He- he's shaking his head like, okay. i right, his head in all right. agreement. All right. So I just
1: got to know before, I, I know I want to ask you about your stories, but I need Dot Bible. Explain this Dot Bible thing to me.
2: I mean, how does that? He's dying to know. I mean, I got to know.
3: Well, American Bible Society is a 200-year organization, and they've got a mission that they looked at and realized that, you know what, in this day and age, we cannot ignore the digital landscape, right? Mm-hmm. The information superhighway. And I think it's uh, pretty gutsy of the organization to say, we need to figure out and how to embrace this new frontier and look at it as a resource that we as a ministry and a kingdom player and partner need to be a part of. And so um, basically, American Bible Society has gotten into the plumbing industry of the Internet. They yeah. have launched and now operate what we call an Internet Domain Registry. So basically, you're, uh, you're able to get a .com, .org, .net, and there's uh, 1,500 other different options now available. You can get .shoes, .company, .guru, and now you can get a .bible for your website. And, and how does that benefit the American
1: Bible Society?
3: Well, it's not about benefiting the American Bible Society. It's about benefiting the world, right? So we're trying to figure out how to provide more resources for publishers to bring instant clarity to their digital publishing. Oh,
1: ooh, instant clarity to their digital publishing. Those are big words. Okay, let's step back from the big words and from dot .bible, but we'll talk more about that as the day goes on. Let's just talk about... Your guys, and you guys, and how you interact with Jesus. What Martha, what well, Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. so I, oh, I'm we sorry.
2: always start the show when we have new guests on sharing about their faith journey. And so, DJ, let's start with you. When did you become a follower of Jesus Christ, and what did that look like?
0: Well, let me give you a little context. I'm Chinese American, born in Taiwan, came to the U.S. when I was eight, and I grew up, grew up around the Washington, D.C. area. And <laughs> Which is why you live in California now. Well, that's a long could, story. was <laughs> the time furthest you away you could go. I'm okay. 53 now, so I've lived a lot of life now. So um, middle school, high school, a used car salesman visited our family business, which is a motel in a little town, Winchester, Virginia, like 20,000, and we were a handful of Asian families there. And the used car salesman invited us kids. I'm the oldest of three boys. I was 10 at the time. Mm-hmm. invited us to go to Sunday school. And my dad, not being a believer, no faith background, said, hey, Christians are good people, so uh, go ahead and go to Sunday school. So a um, retired track and field guide would come by every Sunday and take us to Sunday school. And then after years of sowing the word in my heart, a truck driver staying at our motel shared the gospel with me, and my heart was open, and I responded, and that began my faith journey.
2: Wow. That is cool. that is. I love the fact that it starts with a
1: used car sales guy because so many people bash in used car sales guys, but it's a ministry. Flywheel, the movie Flywheel was a perfect example of that. And
2: we and owned a used car dealership. For 15 for... years. Yes, we did. So, okay,
1: wow. That's I fantastic. love that, DJ. Thanks for sharing that. That was fantastic. Kenny, what about you? How'd
3: you become a Jesus follower? Uh, not as glamorous as DJ Story. Uh, but... Well,
1: you could add some stuff to it. We don't know yet <laughs> as in <as on> broadcast.
3: <laughs> Creative writing here. So, well, so uh, similarly, I'm a Korean American second generation um, here. And my parents came to the country um, and this is a, a very uh, I would say typical narrative of second-generation immigrants where uh, my my grandmother was uh, completely into the word she goes to the church every day and completely devoted but my parents when they came to the States were more uh, more concerned with the success of uh, their children then everything else, right? That was the priority. They came to, they sacrificed to come here so that their kids could succeed. And that typically uh, gets blurred where their faith uh, sometimes becomes subordinated. And so I was a CEO Christian, as they call them, right? We used to go to a small United Methodist church down the street um, during the holidays, but all the time, What's you
1: know. the O? So Christmas, Easter, and Oh, so you said CEO. CEO Christian. It's just, I just thought maybe you added another one. October, maybe go to Halloween or something. No. <laughs> oh, oh
3: what is it? DJ? It's C and E. It's Cne. just C and no, there's a CEO. No, I, think, I, I. think we'll I make something CEO. up. Other. Right. By we'll the end of the other. show. Other. other. Okay. Is, by the end, this of is the we'll reason why out. someone should call in and tell us why. But all the eight hundred. By the end of the show, my memory will be jogged. I, as as DJ reminded me the other day that. Um, All I'm doing is managing the countdown clock of my life (laughs) as I age on, get seasons. But anyway, so we were in a small United Methodist church um, getting introduced to new kids every single time we get back for a holiday because, you know, you're not part of the community. Um, And it wasn't until after college um, in New York City that I started to go to church um, up the street on the Upper West Side, Riverside um, Church with the um, one and only Dr. James Forbes and um, he actually baptized me um, in New York City. And so it was, it was one of those stories that the word just, you know how they say you're not supposed to sit and soak in church? Um, in my cases, it actually worked. Uh, mm-hmm. I sat there and listened to the gospel being preached um, each week and kept on coming back for more to the point where I just said, Surrender my life. Jesus obeyed my heart.
2: I have the answer. You want to know? It's Christmas and Easter. Only. That's oh, what it is. No. It's, it was that's way too it easy. Uh, it was that's way too easy. You're putting easy. me in the yeah. well, here. No, well, because it, it, you stuck to your guns, <laughs> Kenny, and you're like, no, it's CEO. <laughs> I know it is. So it's Christ- Christmas and Easter only. Now, okay. we're not celebrating that that's what we want. No, we're not. No, we but but, 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 no. but the world is full of You said something that you know, we're
1: not supposed to sit and soak in church, but you know what? Everybody experiences God differently, and for you, it was a, over a period of time that you realized that God was reaching out to you, and He wanted who you He wanted to be in a personal relationship yes, with you. He was absolutely. chasing after you. And for some people, it's not an instantaneous thing. For some people, it's over time, and that's okay. I think that we understand that it's all that it's okay for us all to in, to experience God differently. That's okay. I, I love that. All right, so let's. I, I want to ask this question, DJ. So you you said, hey, you're in your 50s, so you've seen a lot of life. Talk to me about that time when you realized that as a Jesus follower, following Jesus applied to all of your life. It wasn't just a Sunday thing, but that you could follow Jesus. You didn't have to be a a pulpit pastor, it's easy for me to say, or a foreign missionary. You could follow Jesus in your work every day.
0: Yeah, well, it's been a long journey for me to figure that out because it's taken me decades. Okay. So we're, we're talking here in Dallas, and I actually went to Dallas Seminary from 91 to 95, Mm. believing that the way to follow Jesus seriously was to be a pastor or a missionary. Sure. So I spent a decade of my life trying to be a pastor, and then I realized, who needs an okay pastor? God wants us to use all of our Mm. uh, being, our passion, our gifting, our skills to serve Him. And so that needs to incorporate more of my interests and as well as my skills, not just a sacrifice that... Well, I have time, I'm alive, maybe I should be a pastor. So your natural gifts, talents,
1: and abilities, where do do you go? I mean, you've had them, you've known them all your life. What are your natural gifts, talents, and abilities?
0: Well, my natural skills are uh, computer engineering. That was my undergrad. I'm from Virginia Tech, so I'm a hokey, But my uh, passions and interests are networking and uh, innovating, experimenting. And uh, the latest, two years ago, I had a health incident, and I'm concerned about mental health.
1: Mental love. Okay, yes. all right. So all right. those
0: are the three things I'm passionate about and then God provides for me through my skills.
1: But you're, but you're an engineering mm-hmm. mind, a technical mind, and you were trying to be a pastor because you thought that that's the only way you could follow Jesus. And yet you realized, no, you could follow Jesus as an engineer each and every day. He created you that way on purpose. Yes. And that's what our world needs to know. Mm-hmm. Jesus followers around the globe need to know you can follow Jesus in what you do each and every day amen I, right.
2: I see a t-shirt in the future like, what's that t-shirt say like who needs an okay pastor i can be a pastor in my workplace or so i don't know i just think that there's there's some there's something very very um aha uh-huh about what you just mm-hmm. said because you saw that god really had gifted you elsewhere mm-hmm. and that is fabulous who
1: needs an okay pastor i could be an awesome engineer We could do that. I mean,
2: I... For all different, you know... Kenny
1: Jang, tell us about your... train. Tell us (laughs) about that that paradigm shift in your mind when you realized that you could be a Jesus follower, but you didn't have to be a pulpit pastor or a missionary in order to be able to... It wasn't a second-class citizenry ahead of you, that you could actually be a first-class citizen in the kingdom doing what you're
3: gifted to do. Well, I'm I'm really uh, thankful for this interview because I've never heard that part of the story from DJ, um, but for myself, it's pretty much... I I really wonder how many seminary students go through that. Yeah, yeah. I went to, Probably a huge percentage, unfortunately. Uh, absolutely. So I went to, uh, we won't be uh, using competitive words here, but I went to Princeton Seminary, a different Ooh, a, wait a, minute.
1: a seminary that was founded on Jesus. And today, do they still talk about Jesus? There? <laughs> That's the
3: question. Um, but I went, I, I'm a graduate of um, Princeton Seminary. went to, again, because I um, had my invasion of my heart from Jesus later in life, a, a second career seminarian. And at that point, I, I thought that my heart was in the local church and I was going to go into the parish of the word and sacrament. So went for an MDiv, and uh, that's where I met uh, the Redeemer Presbyterian Church team in the Center for Faith and Work, uh, mm-hmm. Catherine Leary and the team there. And that completely blew my mind uh, through that process. And so I realized that I didn't need to put aside all the gifts and the things that God has prepared me for vocationally prior to that. Uh, to go become a pastor in a pulpit that you could actually have a faith and work integration with what you do in life, um, and so that that completely changed um, the 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 track from there so, so what was that similar. natural
1: gifts talents, and abilities that you 're trying to set aside to go
3: do something you weren 't called to do? I think my wife said my specialty is causing trouble <laughs> <don't> know <laughs> well, you know she is. called
1: a few minutes ago <laughs> she said, make sure you ask him that question
3: uh, it, for me it 's uh, marketing communications um, it 's always been that that type of Um, understanding of uh, when you're looking at ads or marketing, that you are able to influence people that are not even in the room with you with your messaging uh, to change their worldview, change their position, change their behavior. That always fascinated me. So working in a a traditional ad agency, working for a Fortune uh, 100 company on the brand side, um, building my own digital agency, and working with American Bible Society today, all those things come into play with what God prepared me for in the last, you know, three or four decades of work. And we're going to talk about American Bible Society in a little bit, but we want to
1: hear about your relationship with the Christian Leadership Alliance. Tell us about how long, how long has the American Bible Society and Christian Leadership Alliance been interconnected?
0: Ooh, At least three years. Uh, To my knowledge, probably five or six or something like that. I think it's been 47, actually, but (laughs) who's counting? Hey, I did meet (laughs) someone earlier today that's been to 38 CLA conferences. Wow. That's amazing.
2: That is amazing.
0: They
1: should get a prize. They
2: They should should get... get a prize. Hey, we got a
1: teacher for that one person. Okay.
2: So, but you have had, I am guessing, some amazing conversations while you've been here at the Alcon Conference with people that have come up to your booth and learning more about what is happening in American Bible Society. Um, what are you? What kinds of uh, conversations are you having?
0: Yes, yeah, so let me give you a specific example of how Christian Leadership Alliance and American Bible Society and Bible have worked together. Okay. So they're one of our pioneer partners, and they run a website called Leadership Bible. And they want to provide the authoritative, biblical leadership training through that website. And so when people see that URL in email newsletters and banner ads, and uh, in, it's in the program of the conference, and people instantly know where they're gonna, what they're going to get when they go to that URL. And it's much prettier than all the other URLs that have been published in that program that are like it's 30, much- 50 characters long, and you can't say it. And if you type it wrong, then you're gone. So.
2: Yeah, it's very straight to the point. You know, the people Leadership just called. And they didn't bible. appreciate
1: you criticize their URLs. I mean, come on. You know, sometimes. I mean, up until five or six years ago, you had uh, like three choices for dot. You had dot com, dot net, and dot biz or dot us maybe. But now you can go. With some, I mean, so that's
2: but, the beauty of that. That
1: is a beauty. And dot bible. And, and so was that? Did you guys come up with that whole dot bible idea? Why are you? If this is radio. You can't look at each other. You got to talk. <laughs> Who came up with it? DJ Juong DJ, DJ well, and Kenny Jang are sitting there looking at each other. Who came well, up with the dot Bible well, idea? Kenny has
0: been on the project for two years. I've been on projects for six years, and somebody before us thought it up.
1: Okay. So but you I guys put it, it into it.
0: action? Yes, we're the implementers. Nice. So, okay. Uh, the history is back in 2012, the internet corporation that runs the internet uh, opened. <laughs> Which is a five creepy guys sitting in a, in a dark. <laughs> actually, it is a very um, creepy, peculiar <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> Yeah, it took me three years to Is learn. Is Al
1: Gore on that list? Because he said he created the internet. He invented uh, it. I would be
0: surprised. Right. He invented the internet. Yeah. Okay. No, no. Sorry. <laughs> so, we
2: do want this. Um,
0: I'm sorry. He said it. I'm just quoting him, so I figured he was on the yeah. committee. Yeah, and you can't go to school for this stuff. So it took me three years to just learn how the internet plumbing works. And there's many layers of digital plumbing. But um, back in 2012, the Internet Corporation opened a three- to six-month window for applications for all these new dot extensions. And tons of brands applied, and somebody at the American Bible Society said, "Hey, dot Bible needs to be part of the internet. And you've got, all, you've got all kinds of other stuff on the internet, and some of it is junk. The Bible should be proclaimed on the internet, where people communicate and connect and connect with God's word."
2: So they learned about it in a very short window of time. Mm-hmm. I mean, it sounds like that this was open, and God made that a possibility for them.
0: Absolutely. Yes. How many
1: dot Bible URLs are there already?
0: Uh, we, we're just over 1,500 domains registered, and we're expecting that to double by can the end of year. Can people buy that yeah. on, the,
1: on the average? I mean, if they go to GoDaddy, can they buy a .bible uh, URL?
0: Not yet. We have other registrars.
1: Okay, so tell them. Who, where of, can they go to get a .bible URL?
0: Get dot .bible. Get hey, Bible. how about that? Wow. Get.Bible, Bible. Get.Bible, that's
2: fantastic. See, and look, at that's what's on the back of this T-shirt right here, Jim. Get.Bible. Get dot dot Bible.
1: Look at that. That's, that's what funny. it's all about. And it's probably on this business card, too, but my eyes can't read that. Okay, get.Bible. That that's fantastic. <laughs> Thanks for telling us that. Okay, when we come back, I want to hear about the American Bible Society, because they called and said, Hey, aren't you guys from the American Bible Society? And you're supposed to be talking about that today. Um, but we've had a lot of fun, and we really want to hear about you know how you guys are living out your faith and your work each and every day at American Bible Society and how you guys are helping people understand the relevance of the Bible each and every day. Can we have that conversation, DJ and Kenny?
0: Absolutely. Sure. Happy to do that.
1: All right, all right, cool. Make sure you check these guys out online. What's the American Bible Society website? American.bible. American.bible. Was it really? Uh-huh. That's I bet it was amazing? the
2: first one what that they What was the one before populated. that? Okay,
1: American.Bible. Okay, that's what we're going to drive people to. American.Bible. And if you want to get a Bible URL, uh, uh, then you can do go to get.bible and That's you can right. get it set up. You're listening to I work for him, we broadcast from Dallas, Texas, courtesy of the Christian Leadership Alliance. And we're talking today with DJ Chuang and Kenny Jang about the American Bible Society and how you can get a .bible URL. Love that. If you want to get a URL that says, let's say, I work for him .bible, just go to get.bible and you can get registered right away. So what's the holdup with GoDaddy? Do I need to call them and say, hey, GoDaddy, you need to let .bible be purchased?
0: We're in conversation. We're Actively in conversation. conversation.
1: So call your local representative at GoDaddy And say hey get on the team We want to get that done Okay so another free plug right here on iWorkFrame Otherwise go to get.bible That's probably the greatest way to do it Get.bible yeah.
2: Did you even realize that you said if you want to get it You just get, get dot a dot Bible. .bible It just works No
1: I didn't honey but I, thank you, you guys are that brilliant our, That's what 33 years of being married to you baby Makes it work it just you, You're finishing my thoughts Okay we got Kenny and DJ right here I want to talk about the fun you guys are having. Talk to us about the American Bible Society. A lot of people have heard the name before, but they don't really know what's going on. Kenny's texting during the middle of the show. He has no idea. You know, come on. We're trying to have a conversation here, Kenny. DJ, while Kenny's texting, would you just let us know? He was checking on the
2: status of GoDaddy. I'm I'm sure that's what it was.
1: I'm sure that's what it was. uh, DJ, tell us about American Bible Society.
0: Well, American Bible Society has been around 200 years, and they've been innovators in all kinds of ways, including the Pony Pony Express Bible... And one of the first uh, paraphrased translations, Good News for Modern Man, yep. those of you oh, that are older sure. might remember oh. that. Why those of you Martha. that are <laughs> older. <laughs> <laughs> well, those of you are that know. may be older. <laughs> and then now, well. now that the world or the U.S. has many Bibles that are published and distributed, American Bible Society has uh, opportunity to serve in other ways. So they work with United Bible Societies around the world, over 200 of those. To help them gain capacity and resources for translating and distributing the Bible, and also, so you guys are part of the bible.
1: Illuminations project then that we've been hearing about. So you guys are part of that. Hey, and do you right.
0: know the website for that?
3: No,
1: illuminations bible. No way. Hey. All right. So the Illuminations project is all of the major Bible translators in the world have gathered together and have eliminated a hundred years off the schedule of getting the Bible translated into every language
3: on the planet. It's amazing.
2: It
1: is. Illuminations.bible. I love that. It's, .bible.
3: It's crazy to think that within our generation that there's going to be a translation project in every single heart language yes. in every single corner of this, this yes. earth. And the right?
1: technology to make that possible today is so fantastic. I mean, without supercomputers, which we hold in our hands today, I mean, that's it's, just, it's staggering. Martha, what were you going to say?
2: Well, I was going to say just another side for American Bible Society is the fact that I was in Christian retail for a decade. And... I knew, without a shadow of a doubt, when anybody came in and they said, I need a Bible in this trans- or this um, uh, language where I was going to go. Because they w- have the biggest collection of um, languages available where they're actually accessible. Where somebody could say, I could actually order a Bible in that language. And somebody could give it because they'd say, you know, I met this... Um, this guy who just moved here, and he doesn't have a Bible to read. So how am I going to talk to him about Jesus? And found out what language his heart language was and started that conversation there. So I just kudos for it being just the 200-year thing I did not know, but that makes complete sense that they have a history of making those resources available. So to me, it was just a staple in the Christian retail.
0: Well, American Bible Society was in New York uh, City for over hundred years, and about three years ago, they moved to Philadelphia, hmm. and the brick and mortar bookstore is no longer there mm-hmm. but uh, they have an online store, yeah and they also have a great partnership with the um, oh what do they call it find find find. Bible is okay. the place that you can find Bibles in all kinds of languages oh. and resources, not just Bible but Christian resources. So that's a there.
2: store where people can find the Bible find dot bible: Yes. I love it. This whole dot Bible thing makes so much sense. I love it. Jim at, is speechless. Uh, yeah, I mean, I,
1: I, I'm I'm staggeringly impressed. I because I was trying to figure. I didn't get it. You, you look, you stunned. I did because it's
3: it because it works.
2: He doesn't get
1: that speechless, whole dot Bible or, thing works. It's or, simply,
3: It's it's deceivingly simple. Someone said to well, us. Well, you
2: know what? Part of it is too because we are at the beginning of this. You have a lot of domains available. You have very simple words that we haven't been able to use in the dot com world for a very long time. So I had whoever one had find.com, You know that would have been. Ages ago, but find
1: Bible. That's a great way to find a Bible. Yeah, what a great way! Knuckleheads for That's where I was going to go. Okay, but okay. That so, resonates <laughs> with him. I have a feeling that's available. <laughs> I don't even know how to Let's take
2: that, check Kenny. The database. All right, Kenny Jang, right
1: talk to me about what, what's your perspective on American Bible Society and what
3: they're doing? Well, again, I think it's it's uh, very respectable for a two hundred year nonprofit. To actually recognize what age we're in, right? The Amen. Bookstores are closing, everything's going online. Our life, I call it Netflix Nation. We've gotten to a point where content has transcended the container and that everything's available digitally. Everything's available. Uh, we talk about um, the, the, the fact that TiVo has taken the time out of it, the Slingbox took the geography out of it. We are now at a point where we're looking for content, media, and entertainment. Um, digitally mm-hmm. and so for a 200 year org- organization to recognize it and em- embrace it yeah. and double down on it I think it's pretty gutsy and it's pretty respectable Do you so. have a millennial as a CEO is that how you guys accomplish this <laughs> <laughs> uh, It's not a millennial but maybe maybe close
1: well yeah. I mean because I mean, that really it takes a, it takes somebody that's cutting edge that says they're willing to take the box slit it open shred it and get a new box because it, you can't like just get out of the box you got to create a whole, it's a whole new paradigm with looking at the world today. How are you guys making a difference? Talk to me about the some of the big projects you guys have going on around the world. Uh, let's just focus on the country. That you got going on around the country. I mean, cuz you got a lot of people from all over the world coming here.
3: Yeah, I, I think it's both ways. We I mean, we look at ourselves as we aren't the actual object, the shiny object that we, you know, you should be looking at. We're trying to be a platform to enable all other organizations, individuals, Christians to take a look at what they're doing and utilize the internet as a resource. So if, if you go back to the global part, we have a partnership with UBS. DJ, may you wanna share with that
0: big global project. Yeah, so UBS stands for United Bible Society. And if you were to go to the website, ubs.bible, <laughs> you can see this giant language project that we have partnered with 200, 200 Bible societies around the world, uh, countries and territories. And we have sixty five hundred domain names in each of those languages reserved and being developed to provide the Bible for those languages.
3: Wow. So think about six thousand five hundred website addresses, each dedicated to a specific language around the globe, and that will become the actual clearinghouse, the the, the home. For the Bible, in their own heart language but the,
1: but the, but the, but the wow. staggering part about that is that there are still a couple thousand of those languages that aren 't even written yet yes, yes. so you 're developing, you're developing websites for languages that aren 't even written languages yet
3: well it, i mean it 's taking time to get to all six thousand we 're going to get there, and so yeah that, and the, the point is that you know in, even in developing nations now. You see, people get a mobile phone Mm -hmm. and internet access before even clean water or infrastructure, right? right? And so why not figure out a way to get them access to God's word even before they have good plumbing? Um, And if that technology is available to us, why shouldn't we allow that to happen?
1: Right. that's staggering. I love that. So are you guys working with, like, the Museum of the Bible? Well, you were working with the whole Illuminations Project, so the Museum of yeah. the Bible is part of that. So you guys have paid, played a big part in that? I mean, you guys been to the Museum of the Bible yet?
0: Uh, I've been there, and they, they have a whole room yes. that's set aside with all the Bibles that have been translated and all the ones that have not. Mm-hmm. So they have, like, a blank.
2: Different colors. A yep. blank spine yep. that
0: are yep. untranslated, and one of the kiosks says, Illuminations Bible is where you can participate in helping these get translated. Kenny, you haven't been there yet. I've been.
3: Have you been there, Jim? I've been yes. there twice. We broadcast from there. So twice. if you go up, uh, I believe I don't forgot which floor it is. One of the walls, uh, one of the floors. There's a wall with a projector of things fly, flying by. Yeah. And if you sit there for a little bit, you'll see hundreds of Bible URLs. Going on that screen uh, to share just all the new resources that are opening up, but that place is amazing, right? That's you could get lost there and not even care that you're locked in overnight. Yeah.
2: Okay. Oh, it could be a whole new movie <laughs> about I mean, the museum, it's, a night at the ooh, museum, you know. night, <laughs> at the museum <laughs> night at the Bible, mu- museum the Bible museum of the Bible. Yeah, <laughs> but it is
3: it is the most technologically advanced museum in the world, yes. I believe. Well, it, and it, when yeah. you walk in, you know that that's true. But
2: little did we know we could have played like um, finding. Where's Waldo with the dot Bible? Because we didn't know to look for dot Bible stuff.
1: Find the dot Bible. Well, I understand. Where's Waldo Waldo?
2: is just an example. Or where in the
1: world is Carmen San Diego? Well, where is Carmen San Diego dot Bible? That's really the question. Okay, okay, coming soon. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. All right, but the issue is, it's really cool that you're promoting the Bible all over the world, but here in the United States you got a lot of U.S. quote-unquote Christians and even Jesus followers. that haven't even cracked it open. They don't even know what the Bible says. What's the coolest part about the Bible for you, DJ? What, what do you love? What's your favorite scripture in, or, or, or section of the Bible?
0: Uh, my favorite is Jeremiah. So I have a son who's 22 years old, and we named him Jeremiah. And the coolest thing uh, so far that we've been able to develop in partnership with and Life.church is the fastest Bible on the Internet. So every book of the Bible, genesis.bible, mark.bible, psalm.bible, is created using this technology called the Accelerated Mobile Pages that's invented by Google, so it's very Google-friendly, and 95% of people use Google to search for their content, including mm-hmm. Bible verses. And so uh, with .bible domains and these web pages, they can get the Bible super, super fast.
1: So every book of the Bible, so 66 Bibles, Genesis. Bible, all the way to Revelation. Bible, that's out there and available.
0: Yes, and what do you
2: exactly. mean it's fast?
0: Uh, Google invented this uh, protocol okay. that makes the webpage load faster okay. than anything else.
2: Okay. I thought it was going to read it faster than Jim could even <laughs> that's read <next>. it. So, <laughs> that's next. I mean, my goodness. Okay, so, He's at one and, so and a half speed and on and podcast. In, and you
1: said it's in collaboration with version.
0: Yes. yes the so,
1: so, the, so the app that, we, that hundreds of millions of people have already downloaded, it's like 350 or 400 million people have downloaded the Uversion app.
2: <laughs> Give or take. Uh, no, that's what we heard from the
1: so Uversion. app. So this is thought. an additional
3: resource. This is directly on the, on the web. You don't need an app. And they're trying to figure out how to get it quicker. You know, it, the attention span of a human has dropped below, <laughs> right? Like, yeah, we got to move on.
2: Hey, we're going to the close of the show.
3: <laughs> oh, sorry. Just kidding. Okay.
2: His attention Yeah, it's bad.
3: seven seconds now, right? And that, if um, you're lucky. The attention span of some animals are eight seconds, right? So the attention span of a goldfish is eight seconds, right? So they say that um, that contributes to when you load up a website, if it doesn't show up in the first couple seconds, you're on to the next one. And so things like that are... Um, helpful for people actually getting to websites, staying on there, paying attention, and and not getting, you know, ADD.
1: And how, when you do the, like, psalm.bible or revelation.bible, how many different versions of the scripture, how many different uh, translations are available on those websites?
0: Uh, Last I looked, there's four. Okay. So, they keep adding them. So, they're still working and building on that project. So, it's going to be ongoing. Is that an
1: American Bible Society project then? It's a, it's a partnership. partnership yeah. It's a partnership project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Talking today with Kenny Jang and D.J. Chuang from the American Bible Society. Check them out online at, at American.Bible. No, American. That's their main website. But if you want to get a Bible URL, it's get.Bible. And if you want to find the uh, a version of the Bible that's for you, you go to find.Bible. And if you want to listen or look at any of the 66 books of the Bible online, you go to Genesis Bible, Exodus, Exodus Bible, Leviticus Bible, all the way to Revelation Bible. Kenny Jang, your buddy DJ, who you're sharing a microphone with today, just said that you are behaving, that that you're on your best behavior, and I'm trying to figure out. I was told I'm coming to sit in front of Jim and Martha. So what? <laughs> Even what
2: filter did you put that through?
1: <laughs> what is it you're holding back on? I want we want our audience to hear from your heart. What is the Lord laid on your heart that this audience needs to hear?
3: Uh, I think that the work that you guys are doing, first of all, I want to celebrate the fact that you have a program here dedicated to empowering people in their daily workplace. I think this is just something that um, our country doesn't have enough of. So that's the first thing. Um, I, that's from my heart. I think coming across ministry after ministry, ministry, most ministries forget about who they're serving. <laughs> and mm-hmm. we, in our marketing, what we say is the most important thing is the with them. What's in it for me? And I think you're doing a great job providing the with them for your listeners. Like, what's in it for me as a listener mm. connecting the dots between the faith and the work? Um, as we say, there's one hour on Sunday. What do you do with the 167 other hours? Yeah. And uh, so this is one of those things that uh, I've had my share of work with the Center for Faith and Work in New York and the Theology of Work Project in Boston. And so this is a little bit of a passion for me. Uh, but I just love seeing that you guys are doing this with media. With the media that consumers actually use, right? So, um, kudos to you guys for doing this. And, well, thanks. Uh, it's, it's
1: a privilege to highlight the ministries that are feeding into that movement around the yeah. country, and that's really a radio station. Actually, it's WII FM. That's what it is. WII, w- W-I-I dot FM. That's right. Hey, WII FM. What's in it for me? All right. So that Bible. Or yeah, dot .Bible. <laughs> That's right, dot .Bible. That, what a phenomenal idea. Okay, DJ, you were really being pretty hard, honestly, on Kenny, and he, he was trying to be respectful. But DJ, when you you know that you've got an audience of people listening to hear about dot .Bible, to hear about the American Bible Society, what, what is it that you want this audience to hear from your heart today?
0: Well, every church needs a dot .Bible. It's kind of the next phase of how we're rolling this out. Okay. So... You know how on So what, what boring, about what, so
1: what, in every time there's a first Baptist, so it's the first one that's gonna say firstbaptist.bible.
0: <laughs> uh, maybe. The first it's first come, first serve. So at For, fast. At so early. then is it
2: like firstbaptist.dallas.bible?
0: Well here's the example. Okay. So Okay. How's church, it work? We're in a digital age. Yes. Most uh, many churches use screens and then they flash up a Bible verse that that the pastor's teaching on. Uh-huh. And then the other 168, 167 hours of the week, uh, they're not exposed to the Bible anymore, or if, if they use the Bible app or some other They may reading. actually read
1: it. They have a oh. written copy, a printed copy at home. They, they might actually open it up and read it.
0: Well, this, the uh, surveys don't say that. But, okay. surveys but okay, they, they can, though. It's they still can. available. Okay. They can. But uh, for the new uh, person in the church, they don't know what translation the pastor's using. Um, they're not in community reading that Bible together. Mm-hmm. But the future that can be is uh, the pastor can stand up, welcome the newcomer, and say, open your device to churchname.bible and follow along. And then the other 167 hours of the week, that's the place you go for following along with your church, reading the same scriptures that when, when you're in a small group and when you're going through life, you're in the Word together and not alone. See, mm. and you know the website
1: to tell people about how to do that? should be churchname.bible.
0: Yeah, we got that taken
1: care you of. You do already. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> These,
0: guys
2: These guys have thought guys are of everything. Honey. That's why That's he phenomenal. is doing what he is doing.
1: So aren't you glad you're not wasting your time behind a pulpit every day? Yeah, it's I, been
0: fun. I for mean, him, ser- I
1: mean, for you. I mean, I mean, seriously, I me, mean, because you you said it best. You 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 were just what you say an average. You know, instead of being an average pastor, you're an excellent engineer. I mean, what everybody needs an excellent engineer, but not an average pastor. We mm-hmm. can find the teacher. But how cool is it that God revealed to you that he created you on purpose, DJ Chuang, to say, this is how I created you. This is what I want you to do.
0: Praise God. It's been a long journey, but very grateful for where God's led us.
1: All
2: right, Kenny. Kenny okay, Kenny, so wait, did we oh. finish that? So the churches right. need to get a dom- their own domain yes. and then encourage their their people, their tribe, their congregation to follow along with that domain in the reading of scriptures and walking through life together. Yeah, I mean because yeah,
0: right now church websites have a lot of programs yeah. and directions to how to go to the church. Actually, a lot of church websites don't have easy <laughs> click one click direction to the They other. need that, <laughs> but that's a beside so the that's point. Yes. Point. But the f- the f- the best way to grow people in spiritual maturity is Bible engagement. Yeah. So the numbers have shown that people that engage the Bible at least four times a week, yeah. their, their behavior, their lifestyle, mm-hmm. their faith is phenomenally different than yeah. those that don't engage. And so if your church, which cares about you in community, can focus people back to the Bible and not just the programs and events and other things. That's going to make a great name Back to the difference. Bible. Back
1: to the Bible would have been a great name for a, a radio it show. It honey. Kenny Jang, you, you're talking yes, some had incredible cutting edge stuff. Talk to us. Talk to the audience. What's on your heart? You want to make sure the audience hears today from American Bible Society and Kenny Jane.
3: Well, I think it's a reinforcement of where we started the show. It's a full circle, right? That you don't need to be in the pulpit to be a super Christian and that you need to look at where you are and choose to say whatever desk I'm at, whatever conference room I'm in, whatever, whatever seat I'm sitting in, that's my pulpit and that I don't need to necessarily even preach with a megaphone but you preach with your life with your decisions and your witness and so I think looking at all the resources that these stellar organizations that are putting up on the different thought bible type websites is a place to soak it up marinated and to really find a way to you know push push the the your faith forward in a very life-serving way across um across the desk
1: well, and it's so important that we understand that the Scripture is full of examples of everyday average people in their workplaces making an impact on the Amen. kingdom. I mean, from one end to the other, very few preachers are highlighted in the in the Bible. Jesus was thirty years a okay, okay, DJ's looking at me. Yeah, okay, maybe. Okay, there's pastors, but Jesus was thirty years a business guy before he was three and a half years an itinerant preacher. So, But we need to recognize this stuff. The Bible's full of practical, tactical, factual information on how to live out our faith every day, right?
3: Look, last week, uh, we were in Seattle at another conference, and one of the things I said in that workshop in my talk was a little bit uh, edgy, I think, for that group. But I basically said that we're, the pastorhood is now obsolete. The the priesthood has been liquidated, right? That what we, It's like you, you have to be careful what you, have, what you ask for because at the Reformation... Um, we now have figured out how to complete that entire cycle and that the priesthood of all believers is here in today's church culture. Even looking at megachurches, that where explicitly the staff and the community knows that the the lead pastor, the the teaching pastor on stage is not your pastor, pastor, Mm -hmm. that your pastor is your small group leader. It's your peer, congregational care now happens in the pew, not from the pulpit or an office. Right. You're talking about the
1: shepherding part of it and, and the preaching part. I mean, we love great preaching and we love to have the shepherding part, but it is the definition of, hey, all the ministry happens at the four walls of the church. That is dead and gone. The ministry is happening outside of the four walls of the church and right. inside of the four walls of the church. It's not limited. Right. All right. Kenny Jang, talk to your younger you. What's one thing you wish your younger
3: you knew? <laughs> I forgot what my younger you was about. Um, I I would say just be gutsier. Uh, Make those decisions and go for it, especially in your faith world. There's so many things that um, I think the number one thing, um, a guy that a lot of people follow is Gary V. He's one of those marketing gurus. And one of the things he preaches is that um, he's not necessarily in the faith world, Um, but uh, he says the one thing you want to avoid is regret at the end of your life. Mm. And I think for our vocation and our faith, I think that's a good axiom to have in mind as you pursue everything.
2: And DJ, how about you? What would you say to your younger you?
0: Well, I say um, something to my younger son, and so that kind of puts me in that same uh, mindset. So I tell him that God created him to love him, and he has nothing to prove and no one to impress. Mm. Wow. Repeat that last part again. Nothing
2: to prove. Nothing
0: to prove and no one to impress because God loves you and created you. On purpose. And he did it all yes. on purpose. I mean, yes. that's the amazing thing. So really, we
1: want to make sure that people, as we're closing out the show, people know they need to engage with the American Bible Society. American.Bible. But you guys have so much to offer. You've got every one of the the books of the Bible in the like Exodus.Bible, Genesis.Bible, all the way to Revelation.Bible. They want to get a Bible URL. They need to go to get.Bible. They want to find a Bible that they can buy. They go to find.Bible. If they want to find out about the Illuminations Project, all of the the scriptures of the world being translated, they go to illuminations.bible. What am I missing?
3: Uh, If you're a millennial, if you like social media, I created a website called insta.bible for the social media uh, realm. We, you know, millennials like to share scriptures, Mm -hmm. like to share their Bible on social media. And so there's tons, hundreds and hundreds of graphics there for people to to grab for free. And if you
1: want your church name with a a .bible URL, you go to churchname.bible. I mean, it's just incredible. Kenny Jang and DJ Chuong, thank you so much for being on I work For Him and sharing more about the American Bible Society and some of the really cool stuff you guys got going. And thank you, guys. Thanks so for having me here. It was a lot of fun. Make sure you check these guys out online, american.bible. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg, in front of a live audience in Dallas, Texas, courtesy of the Christian Leadership Alliance. Our workplace, it's our mission field, but ultimately, I, I work, work For, for Him. him.